1893, Chicago's Columbian Exposition. Over 125 years ago, the Columbian Exposition was staged in Chicago on Lake Michigan's shoreline. Visitors from around the country and world were first introduced to many industrial technologies and commercial offerings that would shape 20th century culture. This book explores a collection of event photographs and juxtaposes them against a set of modern images to catalog the living remnants in art and architecture around the city as a legacy to the 1893 World's Fair. 1893, Chicago's Columbian Exposition, now available from Amazon. Audiobook version available soon. Hi, hello everybody. I hope you can hear me well. If you can't, maybe you could move up just a little bit further. Um... Up to the front row. Come here. on, don't be shy. Um, just a quick story. I go to a lot of events and I meet people all over. And I've had the pleasure of meeting several of you today. Um, some familiar faces, but mostly new. So I'm glad to be here to have some time with you. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you a quick story about meeting people. I was at an event a couple weeks ago. I was with a new business owner who I know a little bit, and I asked him, so how are things going? He said, well, I've hired an employee, I'm starting to get customers. I'm like, great, what are you guys good at? What is your sweet spot? And guess what he said? He said, we do pretty much everything in marketing. And I'm like, well, who do you like to work with? What kind of clients? And he said, pretty much any business or nonprofit. So having met him and heard that, I thought, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do with that. I couldn't refer him to anyone because I wouldn't know how to describe him. So I want to talk a little bit about business development and hone in on that topic. Um, it's not about sales, but it is about creating long-term value and relationships. Um, and what I wish that gentleman had told me about is something unique that he does, or what he's really good at, or what his agency can provide to certain kinds of clients. Had I heard that, I could have worked with him. I could have referred him. I could have connected him with people who could develop his business. So I'd like for each of you to consider, whether you're a startup or a current business, what it is that you do very well. What is it that you do that has a unique value? And who would be attracted to that? Those set of qualities about your business um, that make people want to do business with you. So unique value or your value proposition. So often, businesses work on their weaknesses, but in the area of business development, marketing, or sales, it's all about playing on your strengths. So focus on those strengths, and hopefully as you're thinking and have thought, or maybe you've done a thorough job of your business start, talked to a lot of customers, maybe you have a story to, do, to tell. And then developing business will come more naturally to you. So, how do you find people in your target market? 
You're doing something right tonight by getting out of the four walls of your workspace, your home office, your plant, or wherever you do your thing. It's critical to get out with customers, to get out with members of the supply chain where you work, to make contacts, to be visible, to talk to people. And I know some entrepreneurs aren't terribly comfortable talking to people. It doesn't come naturally always. Um, so that's why maybe practicing would help. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but it's about who do you currently know, and more so who do you need to encounter, meet, connect with, so that you have that support team around you, a set of advocates perhaps that you can build, partners, not just friends and family, but people who know something about your industry, who can talk to you and listen to what you're going through and help you connect with the right folks in your target. There are some data tools that help with this, but I love first for people to start with a one-on-one -on -one conversation with people in person. Okay, talk quickly a little bit about data tools. Um, I know you've heard about a couple at past meetups. I have a favorite, and it's free, Reference USA. Has anybody used that tool before? It's fantastic. Um, what you can do once you've identified your target is for free at any library. You can tap into Reference USA and identify more businesses who look something like the businesses you want to work with. For example, if I was selling guitar parts, I'd want to look into Reference USA, but perhaps for music stores. What it will do is select based on size, number of employees, industry, geography, and all of that, and provide you with a rich business profile about those companies. Like I say, it's free. You can use it at any library. I use it myself for clients that we work with at the Small Business Development Center. Um, I have a couple samples of business profiles if you're interested in seeing them afterwards. They tell you stuff to make you more knowledgeable about your target. They put skin on the bones of that business so that you understand it better and can approach a contact more knowledgeably. Other things to find your target. Certainly it depends on your product, your service, what you're doing. Um, but thought leadership may be an avenue for you. Um, your digital presence ought to hone in on your target. We were just talking about that earlier. Um, if social media are appropriate to your target, you can focus on that as a way to find more. You see a funnel up there? Who is familiar with the concept of sales funnel? Okay, just a couple of you. Um, the idea behind a sales funnel is there are a lot of prospects that you start out with, and the shape of that funnel hopefully ends with business people or targets and prospects that turn into customers. The idea behind targeting somebody is that that funnel gets to be more narrow, less shaped like this, so you're dealing with fewer people on the front end and focusing more on who will really end up as a customer on the bottom end. So work your funnel. 
Don't have a big bowl-shaped one. Narrow that funnel by targeting. Okay, talked a little bit about warming up leads before. The golden way to warm up a lead, a prospect, is certainly by some connection or person-to-person -person contact. Um, so that's where meeting people in settings like this can really benefit you. Um, nothing works better to warm up a lead than to be able to say, Joe Neal at Rock Rabbits suggested I contact you. That prospect is an open door to you if you're able to say that. Second best in terms of warming up leads is certainly to have a knowledge base about that particular target. Maybe you got it from perusing LinkedIn profile or a data tool like Reference USA, but to be able to approach them having known something about them that's richer than just a Google search. Um, I'll use an example of a company I work with who focuses on networking of PCs. So they're looking for prospects that have a certain number of PCs in their workplaces. And data tools can tell you that. You know, over 20 PCs in the workplace, something like that. Um, a way to warm up the leads. Practice. I mentioned this before, and I am amazed at how, how often business owners have difficulty talking about the wonderful products or services that they provide. Um, there's a mirror in your home, a significant other you can try your pitch out on, or your support network. But use that time to be able to work the bugs out of how you speak about your products and services to prospects. Practice, I know it sounds maybe a little uncomfortable or awkward at first, um, but it can definitely prepare you for when you're really in front of somebody. Go back to that story I told in the beginning. I don't think that gentleman was prepared for my question, and that's why his answer didn't quite hit the mark. So your focus when you're encountering people is establishing a dialogue, engaging them, not necessarily hitting them with the sales pitch right away. In fact, not hitting them with the sales pitch right away. Don't let your selling get in the way of developing a relationship with them. Sometimes the best thing you can do is ask a question, listen to what they're saying about their business, and then be quick on your feet in responding to what they're saying. That sounds like dialogue, right? I had the opportunity for a long time in my career working at big companies to be both a marketing and salesperson offering stuff and also uh, responsible for a lot of vendors, at least a handful of vendors at any one time. Working for a Fortune 200 company, everybody wanted to sell to us. I can't describe to you the funky things I saw that people would do to try to connect with somebody who had business to offer on the scale that we did. A lot of times, salespeople wouldn't listen. And it really separates the men and the women from the boys and the girls. When you've got somebody who can connect with you, hears what you're saying as a customer, and is able to respond to that. Um, beyond valuable, and it means something to people.
So, yeah, ask a question, establish a dialogue, and respond to what they're saying. So, I know some folks are starting businesses. I thought I heard of a couple. Um, I don't know if you're favoring lean startup approach or what process you're using to develop your company, but that first customer is huge, and what you want to think about there is offering tremendous value up front to that first one. There your test, you're going to learn a lot about your product, your service, your pricing, your delivery, everything. So use that opportunity with customer number one, customer number two, and so on to, again, it's a relationship. It's not just a sale. You're dying to get that revenue in. But make it work for the future of your business by getting a dialogue going and responding again to what they have to say. So you got to be a little bit transparent. I know sometimes folks like to pretend that, oh, yes, I've been in business a while. I'm bigger than I seem. Um, I would advocate for transparency, telling them up front you're new. Um, you've got a unique thing to offer and you're inviting them to go on your journey with them. People like to be in, especially early adopters, like to be in on the ground floor, and they appreciate your candor. And if they see that valuable thing that you're offering and it responds to a need that they have, they may be willing to go on that journey with you. A little word about testimonials. Um, once you've got that first customer, Hopefully you're doing a good job with them or those first several. Testimonials are so powerful. So the ability for you to show on your website, in communications, in your marketing material, um, that a customer values what you do makes it so much easier to persuade the next customer that you're their solution as well. So you want that initial group to be an advocate for you. The trust that people have in other person recommendations is extremely high. I think Nielsen did a survey about this and it's over 90% in terms of how people trust another person's recommendation. Any other form of advertising way below that. That's why I like to call it earned advertising um, because by providing to that customer meeting their needs, you have earned the advertising that they're able to provide you. Keep those testimonials current. I was just on a website today, and I think this company has a cool site. They have some cool things to offer, but every testimonial was from 2013, so it seems kind of stale. i got to update that stuff, or it doesn't seem as trustworthy anymore. People will think, 2013, what's he done lately? So testimonials are extremely useful. They overcome skepticism. I love the article in Entrepreneur Magazine about that. Just Google search the power of testimonials um, and you'll see that link and take a read at it. It's worth looking at. So certainly one of the things we do when working for, with small business owners and startups is assist them in developing their business on the funding side. And Michael kind of wanted me to talk a little bit about when it's right to borrow money for your business. And I know everybody here is in different stages of developing their business. Um, but it really, when you talk about borrowing, 
boils down to cash flow. It's all about cash flow. Any lender will tell you it's all about cash flow. But from your point of view, you want to consider how cash is flowing in and out of your business and the purpose for the loan you are considering. If it's a loan, to obtain something that helps you grow the business, generate more profit, then it's probably a good reason to borrow money. If you're looking at a loan to finance your ongoing operations, keep your head above water, not so much. If it's a timing difficulty with cash flow, maybe a line of credit could be appropriate for that situation. But if you're looking to borrow, it's only useful when you can make more profit as a result of the borrowing, as a result of getting that equipment or that space or the item that you need to ramp up your growth further. Got to be careful with it. As a new business or a startup, lenders are extremely tough. It's not easy to get a loan. Um, we work really hard with folks trying to get them funding. Um, and number one issue, keep your personal credit clean because a new business, that lender has to look at your personal credit first. Um, and you can see from their point of view, it's all about the cash flowing from your business right now. Um, and new businesses don't have a whole lot of cash flow to show for themselves yet. Business development is something I really like helping folks with. It's sort of like the lifeblood of your business, being able to communicate something that's of unique value and connecting with others. Um, I'd like you to think about just a couple of things. Um, fleshing out the story that you can tell about the unique value of your products or services and how you can most use connections that you have or can make to drive your story to the right people, your targeted audience. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you. I hope you can hear me okay. Um, I, I'd like to thank Doolin Innovators and Figure Eight Brewing, my first visit here. Um, and if you have questions, I'd love to discuss any of the above. Thanks. Thank you.